This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on CityCast Philly. Even when Philly police grease poles to deter people from climbing them, Philly sports fans still find a way up. And it turns out fans weren't the first to do so. They've just gotten the most hate for it. Today, I talk with a passionate Philadelphian about this tradition's historical roots in the city's Italian community. It's Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Issa Sagalovich, you're an educator and art historian with an interest in cultural community gatherings. So you got to tell me, Issa, why why do people be hating on Philly sports fans for climbing oh. poles? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. People do. People hate on us a lot. And this is one of the one of the particular ways people are always saying, you know, I hate Philly sports fans. You guys are crazy. You're always throwing things, all this stuff. And one of the things they always say is like, man, they're always trashing stuff and they're climbing poles and they're animals and all this stuff. Is it because we're misunderstood? (laughs) I think so. We're misunderstood. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, see Philly sports fans as just like animalistic, like kind of inhuman almost and just like crazy and not knowing what they're doing. So even like... I think Ann Coulter tweeted, like, they're, they we're seconds away from losing our democracy and posted a picture of like, Philly sports fans climbing poles, which I just think is really silly. Issa, have you climbed a pole? I have not climbed a pole. Absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> I am a terrible climber. Oh my gosh. I have like such great fear of heights, but I'm very interested in the phenomenon of of climbing. Yeah. <laughs> so you made a TikTok about the historical roots of this tradition. You got like over 35,000 likes. Yeah. What really inspired you to share this information? <laughs> yeah. So I make TikToks about uh, intersections of art, culture, politics, Um, And often things that communities do together. So kind of art and culture from the ground up. And so I thought this would be kind of like a fun tidbit. I had heard a while ago from somebody that this was like an Italian tradition of, you know, putting a bunch of grease on a pole and trying to climb it. Like I had that in my mind. I was like, is it possible um, that, that this is really true? I looked it up and found the trail in an Acquirer article. Um, and then just found all this great stuff about it. And I was like, this tradition actually goes back like at least hundreds of years, at least to the 16th century. But I think probably maybe before that, too. It's so interesting to me. So it goes back to probably like the Neapolitan area of Italy in like the, sixth, the 15th, 16th century. And Cucagna 
is actually from a legend of this magical land of like fruit and meats where you don't have to work. If you ever heard like the like Southern song, like Big Rock Candy Mountain, it's like kind of like that. It's like where, you know, laziness is rewarded and like food just flies right into your mouth and everything is beautiful. And so they had these festivals called like Kukanya festivals where it was just like meats and cheeses and all this fun stuff. And one part of the festival was the Kukanya tree or like the Albero de la Kukanya and you would climb to the top. And I'm, I'm guessing that that was a tall tree. A tall tree. And that's probably related to the maypole. And maypoles are, you know, done in a lot of European countries and have been spread into a lot of parts of the world. People dance around them on May Day, kind of a celebration entering the spring. And it's always kind of like a fertility thing with like you're celebrating abundance and all this stuff. So tell us, what's, how, what's the connection between <laughs> <laughs> climbing a grease pole and Philly sports fans. Yeah, so Philly sports fans have been doing it since at least, I think, 1974, which okay. is when the Flyers won the Stanley Cup. So the day after the Flyers won the Stanley Cup, there was a huge parade. And that's the first time we have on record people climbing poles and pictures of people climbing poles. But there's a good chance that it's been happening for at least probably a couple couple years more than that. The Inquirer said that people have been climbing poles since the 50s in the uh, the South Philly Italian Market Festival, uh, which happens every May. But I also saw another claim that that started actually in 1973, uh, which would also make sense that the Philly version of the festival started in 1973, and then that just started fanning out to the sports fans in 1974. But... In any case, in 1973, the Harry Crimi, um, owner of Cappuccio's Meats, brought a pole to Philly, um, and he was inspired by the San Gennaro Festival in New York City's Little Italy. And they had been inspired by Albero de la Cucagna, which is this old Italian tradition of greasing a pole, um, usually with something like lard, and then you hang at the top of it uh, like cured meats, like prosciutto, mozzarella, and um, like little packets of money. You get prizes. <laughs> yeah, you get prizes, you get prizes. And then like, but you know, as people say, like the biggest prize is your bragging rights that you made it to the top right, of the pole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so they started doing this um, either in the 50s from one source or in the 70s from another source. Uh, a bunch of guys get together and climb on top of each other's shoulders to get to the top. Um, but what's so, this is what I found the most mind blowing is that when I posted this about the, you know, how this, this tradition goes back, a bunch of people came into my comments and were like, oh my gosh, we do this in Paraguay. We do this in like, uh, Brazil. Like we do this in the Philippines. And so it's happening in other cultures. Yeah. So what I found out is that it also happens in a lot of places that were colonized by Spain and Portugal and Italy. So mm-hmm. all over the world, there are different people. Now they've adopted it in a lot of different ways where you can put wax on the pole, grease on the pole, and then have different prizes at the top. And so now it's become kind of this like worldwide thing. But I, I had no idea this was happening in, in so many places. And it's, it's pretty neat. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like I we haven't talked about this, but 
this looks dangerous, right? It's yeah. a greasy pole. Mm-hmm. It's slippery. I mean, we saw some fans get hurt when climbing yeah. a bus shelter that couldn't hold their weight. So how do people stay safe while celebrating yeah. with this pole? Oh, my gosh. You got to stay safe, guys. Be safe out there. So one of the things to note is that There is a little bit of a difference between the Philly fans climbing the pole and the um, Albero de la Cucana kind of contest in the Italian market, which is that the traditional contest is more of a team sport. So it's more of you have a bunch of people together climbing on each other's shoulders and doing a lot of like kind of problem solving to get to the top, whereas once that spread into the like sports fans celebrating, it became a lot more of a kind of a, like a spontaneous, like I'm just going to go up this pole kind of thing. And right. one thing to know is that it still happens in community in a way. So it still happens in a crowd with lots of people together, but it's definitely more fueled by alcohol, fueled by like excitement in the moment. And it's better, you know, to have your, your buddies there to spot you, not all the... People don't always have that. And people definitely do get hurt. People got hurt after climbing on top of the bus stop because the bus stop, you know, that platform is not meant for like five or six people to stand on. And so I don't even think it's made for any people to stand on. Yeah, Barely birds. It <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No one's supposed to not no one's supposed to stand on it. Yeah, maybe some like <laughs> p- city pigeons or something. But maybe. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. This is so this is the thing. Um the even the sanctioned festival was banned for like 20 years. So only okay. in 2016 did they start doing the pole climbing in at the Italian market again. It was 20 years since they basically I think were strategizing like you know how can we do this um so that like in terms of like liability concerns and all of that. So in a way you know, this is also one thing I, I I love thinking about because it's kind of like, you know, there's folks that are professionals that do it. There's no, you know, university that gives out like, you know, certificates right, or you're a professional right, pole right. climber. But there are people who are climbing the poles that have been doing it for a long time. They know the risks and they might have some people around them that are spotting them. And technically, in, in that way, they have a lot more experience, and then they're they're probably gonna be a lot safer when they're mm-hmm. climbing it. So, is it arm strength or is it all in your legs? Like, what is it? A lot of it's in your legs. The legs are okay. like I think, I think. So, from the videos I've watched, I feel like people are using their legs to get up, and then a lot of the time too, like the individual people doing it in sports celebrations do have people that are helping them do it also. So there's mm-hmm. like often like kind of a crowd around them and somebody's might be helping them like get up to the next to the next level. And I'm sure it's still also like in the core too. So I you gotta do so. some crunches. <laughs> This is not I for me. So. This is not it's for not me. It's not for me. It's not for me either. I love I love reading about it. I love seeing it. Um but, you know, be careful y'all. <laughs> So, Issa, are you a big sports fan? I oh goodness, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'll watch the Super Bowl. Right, I have right. A, of course, I'll watch the Super Bowl when when the Eagles are playing. But you like the celebration. I love it. I love the celebration. I I know I'm not. I wasn't the only one out there being like, listen, I don't. And I I made another video about this too. With being like, I don't really watch sports. 
especially, honestly, especially football. I really don't quite get football. It's okay. But, <laughs> but I love, like, whatever is happening here. I love the fact that everybody's coming out, even the people that didn't yeah. watch the game. I know, like, we were walking around that day. Every person I saw had an Eagles, like, jersey on or hat on or something. Every dog I saw, they swear, was wearing, <laughs> like, a wonderful bandana. And we didn't make it to watch this, watch the game that day, but I live right on Broad Street. So I was, like, immediately, nice. like, we got to go out there. We have to go party. Yeah, you have so, to. You have so, to. Yeah, me and my partner were like, let's go. We're, we we took a, an awesome walk and saw. It's, it's so amazing. I don't think there are other cities that really come together in the way that we do when we win something. It's really, it's everybody is out there. Like, and there were kids out there. It was just like, you saw everybody yeah, coming. Fun. Like, it was just, it was really great. And so when people like shit on that, it's kind of like you're making fun of what is this celebration of community. Like the celebration of being in a city that, you know, other people really look down on sometimes, but the best part of it is that Philadelphians on the whole, I don't I don't think people, I don't think we care. <laughs> Issa Sigalovich, educator, art historian, and TikToker, thank you so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thank you so much for having me. You can find more of Issa's work on TikTok and Instagram. We'll have links in our show notes. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Kids in the city are calling for rec centers to update their social media more frequently so they don't miss out on after-school activities. According to Billy Penn, more than half of the city's rec centers don't actively use social media. City officials say, though, they're working on the issue and are offering training sessions for rec center staff. And to learn about red foxes spotted in the Wissahickon Valley Park, check out today's edition of Hey Philly. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about why Philly sports fans climb poles, share this with your friend who is also a Philly sports fan. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news and some recommendations for best bars to watch the Eagles in the Super Bowl. You don't want to miss it. Bye. Um, here we go.